match day 26 in La Liga <clears throat> Barcelona against Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabeu and we're going to discuss the El Clasico with me your host Kiama and my name is Ajevi and Kevin so we've seen Barcelona and Madrid in recent form the past few uh the past couple of games the past four games Madrid a bit trailing in terms of form in terms of performance Barcelona been able to pick up but not yet quite there both teams not quite um at their best form yet and now coming into this El Clasico what do you guys think what do you guys think what do we expect from Barcelona what do you what can we expect from Real Madrid as well oh uh, well for me I won't see much uh, well um you've seen like uh, Madrid have struggled in recent form like over the past three games or so Barcelona can see it's an easy season for them they seem to be on hit but it's kind of a 50-50 given that I'm, I'm to look at the whole season and everything given that Real Madrid are missing players like Hazard but still have replacements everywhere. Barcelona, well, we're never short of tactics that the recent games have shown that. Um, uh, let's see how they'll come in but Madrid are not underestimated because, well, they're also full of tactics, they are players. Let's see, let's see, let's see the magic, let's see football how it ends up to be, let's see. Let's be entertained. I do think that uh, Real Madrid coming into this match are a bit more under pressure coming from the recent performance against uh, Manchester City in the Champions League. Maybe uh, Zidane might be a bit under pressure and to perform because now they have lost their leading position in La Liga to Barcelona, I think, with uh, two points. And then again, have lost in the first, <clears throat> first leg of the Champions League against Man City. Do you think that Madrid or and Zidane are coming into this game a bit with a bit under pressure. First of all, uh, they're facing a strong opponent, Barcelona. It's the El Clasico match that nobody wants to miss. And for Barcelona, I I only have three points for Barcelona. They have been triumphant over the last five games. You see, they win, they win, they win. I think it was only a draw in Napoli, but. That's a good away performance, and you've seen that Barcelona have not been winning recently in away games. Yeah, yeah. they have been performing quite terribly away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and in Bernabeu, Messi said it's easier for them to score than at the company. So I think it's uh, a pressure for Zidane. I don't know how it handles this pressure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, like, uh, it's a really good pressure for Zidane and Madrid at large. Given that, okay, that 13 times uh, Champions League finalist and also not finalists, but I would say winners, and uh, Barcelona have proven to be the greatest rival, and also the like in terms of being defeated, Barcelona have also been very, very, very dominant on that side. For Barcelona, well, <clears throat> not very good, but Real Madrid have also proven that they can do what Real Madrid does. Like they can be, they they reach what they great team. But generally, the pressure—it's well, I'm I'm totally neutral today. It's a 50-50 because of Barcelona. They still have to show that their form wasn't really like uh, for five games and then it's over. They also have to prove it against Real Madrid, and this this was a very good setup for uh, Kike because he has to show that he can win against big teams like Madrid. Napoli is coming through. I don't know, in, in in some due time. He when he wins, then it also proves that his tactics can be very 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 fatal to other big teams not only like respect to other teams in the reason to wins you can't really say that Barcelona yeah you can say Barcelona is a good team but you can't really say that Barcelona 
are the favorite. Really Barcelona the games that have they've been not in the best form. Yeah, not in the best form. Given that how they've been uh, from the beginning of the season till now. Yeah. And I think Real Madrid has a bit of advantage coming off from uh, El Clasico because the rest of the 12 or 11 games remaining are a bit easier for Real Madrid compared to Barcelona because Barcelona has not yet played with teams like uh, Villarreal or Atletico, uh, Atletico Madrid who are usually quite a challenge for uh, Barcelona away from home. So I think Real Madrid has uh, quite an advantage when it comes to uh, the league title. But do you guys think that El Clasico has lost its taste? Because we've seen Madrid and Barcelona this season not really on form, uh, not really performing to their to their best compared to back when El Clasico was El Clasico when we had Messi and the likes of Ronaldinho. And, you know, in Madrid we had Ronaldo who will be compared to Messi in, certain, in such occasions. But do you guys feel that El Clasico maybe? This season has lost its taste, its meaning that it's not that big of an occasion that it used to be. True. I think it's uh, lost its taste because of Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Poor performances by Real Madrid. That's why uh, uh, the most watched game right now is Man City against Liverpool. You see how those two dominate. You see goals from both sides. But last season we saw Barcelona, a rival of Real Madrid, winning against them three times in a row and one row. Mm-hmm. Madrid ma- uh, managed only to get one point. I think uh, that's why El Clasico is losing its, its test. Yeah, well, well, for sure. El Clasico has always been a battle, like a battle of two giants. Maybe we'll say like uh, the battle in football itself. But I really second him. It has lost, it, it has lost its, uh, its taste. It's everything. But El Clasico still remains El Clasico because we still have Messi, have Messi, we have Hazard. No, sorry, Hazard will be missing today, but we still have uh, Gareth Bale. These are players who, when they play, how they're supposed to play and how they want to play, we'll see the El Clasico. Like, El Clasico tells me El Clasico because of the game itself, not necessarily because it has been limited to the players. So given that we have such very, very world-class players and very, very, very good players, well, it's definitely going to be a classical if everything's quite well for the both teams. I think, uh, do you guys think maybe it's because in both teams uh, the group is aging? Because you see, like in Barcelona, Pique is becoming quite old. His form is dropping. Jordi Alba as well. Uh, Sergio Busquets always under criticism for his performances. In Real Madrid, we've seen that also. In the middle of the park, uh, uh, Modric, Casemiro and Kroos are not the same Modric, Casemiro and Kroos that you know helped Madrid win consecutive Champions League titles three, four years ago. Like it's because they're becoming quite an age group. Do you guys think that it's maybe playing a certain factor in terms of both teams that maybe they're going through a transition period, uh, maybe having new and younger players coming through and learning their way of uh, the way of playing? Madrid way of playing, the Barcelona way of playing. Maybe do you guys think that plays a role? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, I think uh, the, the unleashing of new players is the big factor here. When you look at Barcelona, we had the MSN, Messi, Suarez, and Neymar. They knew how to coordinate with the ball. They had Andres Iniesta. Was it Xavi Alonso? Xavi Alonso. Yeah. 
and looking and at Sergio Busquets, yeah. Sergio Busquets. Like they know the coordination, they know where Messi will be, they know where Suarez will be, Neymar will be. And when you look at Real Madrid, they had uh, Ronaldo, MS, uh, Ronaldo, Bell, Benzema, the BBC. <laughs> the BBC, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. the BBC, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also to the fact that uh, football is changing within the years and the players who happen to, to dominate uh, at a certain time, with football changing, they also, look, they also seem to be out of fashion. But uh, the, the, that's the secondary point of uh, Busquets, Pique, Modric, Cruz, them not being the players they were five years ago. Um, uh, so it's, uh, it's really a tricky thing to say that they're not really good as they were but you could say it's due to the fact that also time is changing and time is always linear like no one can catch up with it so yeah both teams are losing on it like generally everywhere because uh, many teams are also having many incumbents also been there since i don't know maybe players are players are having a eight-year contract or something yeah so that's it and uh, do you think Setien can be the right man uh, for Barcelona for this game because earlier on we heard that the new was it Xavi who wanted to coach Barcelona at the end of the season. Do you think Setien has the long-term contract or when he, uh, he doesn't perform well, we we'll see Xavi come in for him? I think it depends with it depends on a lot of factors because Kike Setien was uh, brought in primarily to help Barcelona in transition and also improve. Barcelona uh, Champions League uh, performance because we've seen in 10 uh, away Champions Champions League games Barcelona has only managed to win two of them so we've had a pretty pathetic uh, performance in, the, in, in Champions League away games so it's part of Kike Setien's work to uh, improve on that and also help Barcelona in transition and that's why we're seeing players like Ricky Puig from La Mastia and Tufati uh, Ronald Araujo and such coming into the first team and getting a bit of play time, and uh, I think if Kike, I think if Kike Setien can prove to be the right man for the job, he will get the job. I, 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 we we haven't yet seen enough of him to be able to judge him on uh, his performance on his delivery, but uh, I think he could be the right man for the job. So guys, what are the possible lineups you guys see coming on to this uh, El Clasico? Maybe Real Madrid, uh, FC Barcelona possible lineups? For FC Barcelona, I'll think the defense will be as always with the Stegen at the, at the goalpost. Well, that I mean, uh, uh, Pique, Alba, um, uh, Longley, I think the defense it over uh, Umtiti, then we'll be having Nassau Meadow, then the midfield three will be Busquets, Arthur, wait, no, Busquets, De Jong, and... Well, this might be a shocker, but I think Rakitic will be in there. Then Messi, Griezmann, and might well be that'll be the man today, or Martin Braithwaite. Martin Braithwaite. Yeah, but I, I'm, I root for Vidal. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, Rakitic will be the best man for this game after his recent performance at Napoli? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't really fancy Rakitic based on his previous performance. I think. Uh, it's time for uh, Kike Setien to trust more in Atom Melo because we, we saw also in Napoli that uh, even Rakitic played 55 minutes of the game and I think Kike Setien realized that he made probably a mistake taking Rakitic into uh, such a competition but I think Rakitic can't really handle pressure at the moment 
and uh, we saw Kike, Kike Sitin taking taking him out and bringing uh, Atumelo in, and we saw that middle field now sparking back again. So I don't know. I think uh, maybe Atumelo might be the best man for the job, but uh, we have to see what Kike Sitin uh, decides. So you're talking about Barcelona having a more of a 4-3-3 uh, formation coming into this game? Well, it's a 4-3-3 or maybe a, a, a kind of an improvised 4-4-2, whereby maybe it could also be 4-1-2-1-2 or with Messi and Griezmann at the forefront and maybe Vidal at just the very back of them. Or, yeah, or 4-3-3, actually on paper. On paper it'd be 4-3-3, but actually mm-hmm. on field, how to be practically half that's it, like 4-1-2-1-2. Okay. That's how I'd say it. What about Real Madrid? First of all, we need to see a more impressive game from Real Madrid. Uh, the back four, of course, they have one. We have Carvajal at the right back, Baran, Sergio Ramos, and Felo Mondi. Because Marcelo Vieira is uh, not at his best form. At the midfield, we can see Casemiro and Valverde. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think they need the most defensive tactics ever in this game than ever. Because I've seen that Real Madrid have been exposing Thibaut Courtois in the recent five games. All the games uh, they've been scored, Courtois was exposed. So they need more defensive tactics in this game. I can see Tony Cruz there to supply the ball to Bell, Benzema, and Vinicius Jr. Because Vinicius should make the run, so the cut inside will start the defense. And yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, four three three is also the formation. Okay, so we say four three three for both teams. And uh, actually, let's come now to the question of the day. What are the predictions for this game? Well, who's likely to win? Is it a draw? Is it a win? For who? Which side like to be the dominant? Will the favorite team win? Like, I like to hear what to say. I don't think there's a favorite team, but. Uh, for me, I fancy Real Madrid to win this game because they are two points behind Barcelona. Mm-hmm. When Barcelona wins this game, it's five points clear. Yeah, five points clear. clear. That's a disgrace for Real Madrid. Also for Zidane as a trainer, because which excuse will he say again? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Like we never know what we say until the game play. Uh, the game is played, and uh, so well for me, I think. Barcelona, I say Barcelona. I'm two one or two nil. That's what I'm sure of. Yeah. I'm also more of Barcelona. I think two nil from FC Barcelona. But then again, uh, Real Madrid might end up also upping their game and uh, thrashing Barcelona. It's also it's also a possibility, but we are yet to see. And uh, yeah, let's wait for the Clasico, and then we'll come back with the match review.